0: Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere.
1: I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. Sunlight on a field Lovers in a dance Love is everywhere mm, love is everywhere
0: And now, today's installment
1: of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast stories with a purpose about how God shows Himself and His grace in everyday things. Our Bible verses for today are from two places. First, the New Testament book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the Word of God which you heard from us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectively works also in you that believe. And our second verse is from Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. One of the purposes of the local church is to provide an atmosphere where the Word of God can be received with thanksgiving. The preaching of the Word must be the center or centerpiece of our worship of Almighty God. True worship begins with God being glorified in the teaching of His Word. It is then enhanced by the singing of hymns, spiritual songs, Prayer and testimonials. Now, here's Lauren's story Laser Tag. When you are 60 something years old and suffering with Parkinson's disease, Laser Tag is not your best option for an afternoon of fun. The activity is fast paced and geared for youthful participants. Nonetheless, there I was, sitting in the waiting area outside the laser arena, with a plethora of children, both excited and loud, anticipating my turn to play. Some well-meaning friends had signed me up for a 25-minute romp in the dark labyrinth, where the game action occurs. It was to be my first laser tag experience, and I was trying to listen to the instructions that were being given by a teenager not much older than the contestants who were there to play. It was immediately obvious that some of the youths were veterans of many laser tag battles. They gathered in groups, forming alliances and talking strategy. I raised my hand to ask the teen in charge how the laser gun was activated, "'but I was not recognized, and my question was never answered. "'How hard can it be?' I asked myself, "'with a glance at the small size of the kids in the laser lineup. "'Ready, everyone?' said the instructor. "'No,' I offered. "'All right, then, follow me,' said the youthful guide, "'as he headed for the door marked Enter Here. "'We dutifully followed.' When the door to the next room was opened, it revealed the weapon dispensary. There, each person donned a vest with colored lights that would explode in a burst of white light whenever you were hit by a laser beam from an opponent's weapon. That was to be my fate from start to finish. Hit early and often. But I am getting ahead of myself. I was still trying to put on the vest with the clips and the velcro fasteners that was apparently last worn by a nine-year-old. With no time for necessary adjustments, the electronic voice came over the speaker system, counting down the seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. The main door was pushed open, and into the dark arena we spilled. I began shooting everything in sight. One youngster shouted something about being on my team, but I shot him anyway. As soon as his vest reactivated, I shot him again. He gave me a shove, which was against the rules, no physical contact, and called me something that a lad of his age had no business knowing. But I was too concerned with staying on my feet to care. The ramps and stairways were filled with screaming, screeching teens on a laser rampage. I lumbered over to the red glow of an exit sign and stood my ground. My friend Kevin pulled up alongside and asked me how I was doing. I'm okay, I answered. Have you seen anyone else on our team? He asked above the din. We have a team, I asked in return. I couldn't hear his answer, so I shot him. He gave me a pathetic scowl and ran off into the dark maze. My wife, Amanda, is very competitive and loves the action. She and my six-year-old, True, ran by me. Amanda was on the attack. I nicknamed her Commanda. And she apparently didn't see me in the glow of the exit sign. So I shot her in the back as she ran up a nearby ramp. She glowed white for a second and then she was gone out of sight. My own vest lit up, and I knew I had been shot. My gun was deactivated for 10 seconds, just enough time for my 12-year-old daughter to say, I gotcha, Dad, and then disappear into the blackness. Mercifully, minutes later, the electronic voice came over the loudspeaker system, stating that the game was over. Light came through an open doorway, and I headed for the porthole, a sea of seven year olds running all around me. We came in fourth, Kevin said as we exited the facility. How many teams were there? I asked my friend. Eight altogether. We finished right in the middle, he said as he looked at a score sheet that he had gotten his hands on. Back in the car heading home, I asked Amanda what team she had been on. Blue, she answered. A few minutes later, I asked her another question. What color was my team? You were orange, my wife informed me. Good to know, I said. Team colors and scoring are down the list a bit when your main concern is staying upright. Somehow, I had managed to avoid falling as I hustled pell-mell through the darkened battlefield. I felt like a winner, or at least a survivor. Despite a mediocre finish in the middle of the pack, I had hit a few targets, family and friends included. You can never be too careful. You know, when you're stumbling around in the dark, the whole world seems like a battlefield. It's difficult to determine who is gunning for you. Even families can turn on each other. Confusion and mayhem are commonplace and your efforts to combat the tide of evil seem paltry at best. My advice is to find a little bit of light somewhere in the maze of society and camp out there. Hold your ground. Now, as a pastor, I'll tell you that your local church is a good place to find that light. Find a good one and run there for cover. I don't think I'll be going back to play Lasertag anytime soon. It was all in fun, but the real battlefield of life is anything but fun. At least, out there in the light, I can tell you what team I'm on.
0: This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com, or find it at amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.